commitment from different walks of lives, different walks of life, and different professions. And dealing with different women, I realized that the exterior transformation wasn't enough. We needed to do some more interior transformation, transformation on the inside. So that's how I came up with Icon Women's Organization with my girlfriend, LaShonda Pierce. Our goal is to educate and elevate women and youth. And we help the uh, lower income community, the women and the families that lack a lot of resources. But working with Icon and being in a salon, I realized even women with resources, women with education, women with influence, women with finance, still lack faith. Fear engulfed them. And so that's how I became uh, the fearless female strategist. Because I'm like, you know what? We're denouncing fear and we are embracing faith. That's amazing. And you know what? I'll share with you one thing that I've learned uh, is that it doesn't matter which income bracket you're in, right? It doesn't matter which income bracket you're in. When you, when you hear of entrepreneurs, you hear of um, leaders, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm in finance, so I deal with people that, that make revenue anywhere from 5000 to $5 million at times. Mm -hmm. And so that fear, having like walking away from fear. Um, I know that there are a lot of entrepreneurs thinking right now, what can I do? What can I offer? Um, how do I shift in this pandemic? Can you talk about that? And can you even kind of share with us um, your thought process in this season? You know, this is a crazy season. It's crazy times. You wake up each day and for six weeks we dealt with a pandemic. Now, last week we wake up to George Floyd. This week, uh, we wake up this morning dealing with, you know, Donald Trump, the crisis. We know what happened yesterday. But in, through it all, I'm reading a book called The One Minute Millionaire. And it says, embrace your Goliath. Embrace your Goliath. David had Goliath. And all of us have these things that we face in life. But those things propel us to the next level. They propel us to the next level. So what are you saying to keep it? I'm saying, you know, be upset be mad, take charge of your life, but at the same time, use that energy to give yourself power to have a voice. And how you really have a voice, it is unfortunate, money is power. Money is leverage, it is. You know, people say money is the root of all evil, but no, it's what you do with it. It's what you do with it. So can you use your money to give to real legitimate organizations who really promote real positive change? Yes. Can you use your money to help mobilize and strategize a real, a real change in the community because change you know change requires resources it requires time it requires manpower and it also requires money and so what have i done in this season of pandemic because i got to be very frank and honest with you with me being a hairstylist and being a non-essential worker initially fear set in fear came in and invaded my household invaded my mind i'm like lord what are we gonna do and for me i just came off a three-month hiatus last year when i broke my wrist so I'm saying, Lord, I don't need another break. I just came back from my break. And not only that, I was just getting back into the swing of things. Things were finally getting back to normal because being off for three months, I had to reset, realign, and refocus. And so I came back to work in July. And so January started to feel good again, feel like old times. And now I'm dealing with this pandemic. But I can tell you this, I, I had all sorts of emotions for two weeks. And I started journaling. And I had those emotions as a black woman, we're taught to be strong and fight through it. So even if we're sad, still push through. Even if you're overwhelmed, still push through. 
And you know, I say I have to push through. So jump down and get some clarity. I started drilling in my emotions and my thoughts each day, getting it out, getting that weight, getting that burden off of me. And I can tell you that lifted a load. It was so therapeutic. And then all of a sudden, ideas started to flow. Those emotions turned into ideas, literally. I started doing a, a mastermind Monday with women. You know, let's get through this. Let's navigate through this. Because I knew there were some other women who were going through what I was going through. Now, how can we turn this pandemic into productivity, this pandemic into profit? And that's what we did. And everybody, you know, idea or plan is different. But how are we going to turn this lemon into lemonade? How are we going to slay this Goliath? You know, and I think the most powerful thing is understanding what you can do. Um, last week, I taught a masterclass, um, and it's been been a blessing. We've had entrepreneurs and people chime in from all over, sharing um, the, you know, you have to use what you have. As an entrepreneur, when I got laid off in corporate America, I had no idea. I didn't even know I was an entrepreneur. I was a corporate cut, you know, walking, breathing policy girl right? But um, one thing that I learned is that God will allow you to go through some seasons to know mm -hmm. that you can survive, right? He will. And, and, and not even just survive, but he'll teach you how to thrive in that. And I've been sharing with everyone, use what you have. This is the no excuse season. You have to use what you have. Okay, so yeah. um, people, mm -hmm. are upset. people are protesting. You know what? Build a business. Don't get upset um, at one door shutting, go by the building. That's my mentality right now. Um, and in keeping the community employed, you know, my company is very diverse. Um, and I did that on purpose because God told me how to do that. Um, and because I have a, a diverse background. Now, me and my husband, we always um, try to support within our community. We support organizations. So I think that's so important that you would mention that. Um, can you talk about the transition um, and what you see that entrepreneurs, um, when they deal with fear, what happens um, and how they can eliminate that fear? How can entrepreneurs, leaders, um, you know, forerunners really eliminate that fear in this season and in seasons past? Well, number one, we have to be honest with ourselves and actually say, I'm afraid. We have to be honest. Honesty is the first thing. Identifying, you know what? I am afraid. The next thing is, what am I afraid of? What, what is the worst thing that could happen, right? I didn't find that. What is the worst thing that can happen? And then saying, you know what? Now, what is the best thing that can happen out of this? And so when we realize what's the best thing that can happen out of this, and we start focusing on the the positives instead of the negative, then, then that's when we begin to change our, our mindset. Yes, the negative things can occur, but so can the positive. So let's focus on the positive. People can buy in. I can pre produce a great product. I can provide amazing service. I can help eliminate a problem. I can become a resource. Focus on the positive. And I'm telling you, the mindset is the shift. That is what it is. Because those fearful components, they are true, they are real. I'm not denouncing that. I'm not denying that. But at the same time, we have to focus. We have to make a decision to focus on the positive. I do an exercise for my clients. And I tell them each day, tell me something that went wrong, right? Keep, keep a journal for a week. Tell me what went wrong. And then tell me what went right. Tell me what went right. Because what happens is, if you find yourself, if you're a person who always tend to see the negative, but then now you got to turn around and identify three positive things, not one, but three positive things. Now, the good is I win the bad. 
I will give you an example. For instance, and I just know that I am a positive person by nature because I can spin any situation, any scenario, and make it positive. My first cousin was shot in the leg. I'm sorry. And I was so distraught. But I said, God, he's still here. That, that is positive thinking. He's still here. You know, I owe the IRS money. But God, okay. you provide. I made the money. You only owe the money if you make the money. You get what I'm saying? You know, I was off of work for three months. Three months. And the only reason why, and I turned that three months instead of a pity party, I turned that thing into a vacation. I remember talking to a client who said, don't get me wrong, it wasn't because I have a resource to make a vacation. I did things that were cheap and inexpensive because I knew that I wasn't going to get three months off again. I've never been off of work for three months. So I said, instead of making a pity party and wallowing in it, enjoy it. I started doing things with girlfriends. I started going to lunch. I started going to, I'm a hairstylist. It was events that I couldn't go to on Fridays and Saturdays in the day because it's my busiest day. I did everything on Friday and Saturday that I possibly could do because I never had the opportunity. I've been doing hair all my life. So that's what I'm saying. Spending that situation, shifting that mindset. I'm telling you, every self-help book I read is about mindset. I don't care what we're talking about. It's about honestly believing and actively believing that it can manifest and that it can happen. I, I just have to tap dance on something because a lot of times, um, people, you know, I've experienced that people have the tendency to look at a season where it seems like God is not working. It's shifting. You said you took 90 days off. You had to, right? And when some people would look at that and say, Lord, have you failed me? Lord, what am I going to do? How, like, how am I going to experience? But then here, I'm gonna, I want to share something with y'all. When I tell you that some of, some of you are built um, that you won't break, even if you break down, God going to build you right back up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I know that the process of me being broken down was important. With me getting laid off was important. The reason it was laid off is because that job was my God. And that's just, I got to keep it real, right? Um, can you imagine? And I and, and put amen in the comments, because this woman of God, she teaching real good. She, she, she letting us know what's going on, right? She said for 90 days, she wasn't working. And she is a stylist, a hairstylist. That's her profession. She owns a hair studio. So when you think about that and you think about um, the underlying pressure that could have been on her, right? And here's, and here's the thing that I learned in here. Here's the principle. I want y'all to write this down in your notes. Although you may be going through that, that journey right now, that process right now, you can't bend in it. And if you do, you got to build back up. Right. She said she went on vacations. She did stuff that she never thought. Now, would you look back at that season and say it was good for you? Oh, I would. Absolutely. Now, would I have chosen it? No. Amen. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no, honestly. Now, would I have chosen it? No, I, have, I wouldn't have. But I remember talking to a client and I thank God for allowing me not so much to do hair, but allowing me to connect with people and allowing them to be a vessel and for me to glean from them. I remember my client told me she was off work for six months. She told me she stressed the whole time. And when she went back to work two months later, I had to start a new job after being off six months. She told me, I need a vacation. I said, girl, you've been off work six months. What you mean you need a vacation? You just went back to work. She said, Keith, that wasn't a vacation. I was so stressed. She I wish I would have used that time differently. Now, listening to her, that's all that replayed in my mind, honestly, because I probably would have been like her, but
But because her story resonated so well with me, I said, Keitha, you're not going to get this again. You're not going to get So use it wisely. Do some things and utilize this time to do some things that you would have never been able to do before. Amen. But it's because of her story and her sharing with me that I was able to say, no, nah, uh-uh. You ain't going to get this again. So don't even, don't even stress, don't even worry. God going to provide. Because worry and stress real will creep in. Oh, my. It will creep in. You know, said, go ahead. Go, I, and what I'll say is about worry and stress. Um, some people that are watching now, your struggle could be that worry and stress. Um, and that is a sin, you guys. You have to identify it. That's not of God, right? God keeps us in peace if we keep our mind stayed on him. So if you're feeling those emotions, if you're feeling that anxiety, if you're feeling that stress, what I, what, what I know is, number one, it's healthy to talk to somebody, a professional. Number two, it is also good to learn the word of God because when the enemy came on me like a flood and I wanted to get depressed because I went from making multiple six figures, producing millions for other people in corporate and then getting laid off, losing my car, having to, you know, be educated and broke. You know, when you think about that and the weight of that, it could be depressing, you know, um, but Thank you for sharing that. So I want you to study your word. Write that down. Study my word. And what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the word of God. Find out what does God say about peace? What does God, how does God deal with anxiety? How does God deal with pressure? How does God deal with stress, right? So let's kind of pivot and shift a little bit. Let's talk about okay. um, the, the, fearless, the fearless woman, the fearless fo uh, forum, and, you know, how you are able, how were you able to launch that, right? Because, I mean, I just love the whole platform. It's amazing. Fearless Female Forum, I started with this series that was called Dinner and Dialogue. I really wasn't even trying to create the Fearless Female Forum. I started Dinner and Dialogue, and it was supposed to be one dinner, and it's one dinner turned to 12 dinners. Self dinners I'm doing in different cities, but the um, common denominator was we lack community. We lack community. A lot of successful women, you are the most successful person in your family. So nobody in your family is like you. So nobody else in your family can understand your struggles and your battles. And so we needed some women like us, successful, strong, affluent, but still having some personal struggles and demons that we had to face and other women who actually could identify with. And that's how the Fearless Female Forum came to, be, uh, came to exist because those dinners showed me that even with all the resources and revenue, we still had these different demons and battles that we had to fight. And everybody could understand them. But other sisters, other women could understand them and help say, you know what? I'm dealing with barrenness. I'm dealing with time management. I'm dealing with you know, lack of self-love because I'm giving to everybody and taking from myself. And I'm feeling guilty about doing something for myself. Even though I do everything for everybody else, I still feel guilty. And other women saying, I felt that way too, but don't feel like that. As long as you give everybody what you give them and check those boxes and fill in those blanks, it's okay to love on yourself. Self-love is important. Self-love allows us to really thrive and survive at our maximum capacity. It does. Because when you're happy, you're happy your wife, happy your mother, a happy your worker. It's nothing like going out of town and coming back to work. You're a different type of worker after vacation. You deliver differently after vacation. Yes. Because you're refueled. You, seriously. 
So that matters. And so that's how this came to be. So I wanted to create a community that allowed people to be awesome, be bold, and be connected. The connection is the key. The connection is the key. Your network really does determine your net worth. You can't be the smartest one in the group. You can't be the wealthiest one in the group. You can't be the wisest one. You shouldn't want to be. You can be, but you shouldn't want to be. I think that's so powerful, and I think that's so important. Um, what I've learned on my journey and process, um, when it comes to business, I have a zero tolerance policy. And then I learned that there are certain people don't, that don't experience that. They don't understand what that means. Um, and it's so funny because at, at, in, my, in our company, um, you know, I have a, like certain mottos and certain things that, you know, uh, a lot of our staff, they know us with, right? I, was, I, I call them team members. They know us by, right? And they're like, oh, you know, Miss Gary, don't play that. Why? Because um, I'm, willing, I'm, I'm willing to fight for my destiny. And that means that when I walk mm -hmm. through the, that place of business, when I walk through those doors, we're literally doing deliverance, right? We, we bring financial freedom to people through education, through knowledge, and showing them how to get their coins, facts. And so when you, when you think about being fearless, and you, I think that's so powerful. Um, I wrote a blog. I had a blog that I had to write for um, one of the uh, brands that I write for. And I was sharing mm -hmm. with them that... I learned that I'm fearless. I just stopped fearing it, asking for permission. Can you talk about that permission? Because there may be some skeptics to say, who is she? Why would she go from city to city? Why, who, who called her to this territory? You know, so there are challenges that come. You just don't wake up and say, I'm going to do this. You know, um, I, can honestly be, I can be honest with you. Um, I come from a lineage of fearless women. For real. So for me, um, it was innate. Where some people have to learn it, I didn't have to learn it. It was really instilled in me. I can say both of my grandmothers, my maternal and paternal, were fearless females. And my mom was a fearless female. My mom been an entrepreneur ever since I was 12. So I missed seeing risk being taken. And so we are a product of our environment. Our childhood is shaped to our adulthood. And so because I've seen a person taking risks all the time, but actually being successful from those risks, I don't look at uh, risk with um, adverse feelings or skepticism. I embrace it because I know the kind of reward and return that can happen. Where somebody else, if they grew up in a house where their dad opened up a business and they lost everything and they were homeless, they will be shell-shocked and be scared of risk. You get what I'm saying? But risk was, I mean, we benefited from risk in my house. So I just look at risk totally different. And so instead of being afraid, I embrace it. So I'm just grateful for that because I know that it doesn't come that easy for everybody. I, and I understand and I get that. But it's important to write your own destiny, write your own story and live it out. You know, actually write it, but live it out. Don't let people tell you what you can and cannot do, you know, and allow those can'ts to really fuel you and say, I'm going to show you. Yeah. That always, that always, that always fuel me. When somebody say, you can't do that. That can happen. How are you going to get that money? How are you going to do that? That is a fuel to make me make it manifest. It is. To prove them wrong. To prove them wrong. Because I want people to see success stories. Walk out on faith. God is still creating the same miracles he did in the Bible. Today. We ain't got to keep reading about it. And don't get me wrong. I am a Bible reader and I am a believer. But he's still making miracles to this day. Making blind feet to this day. You know? 
rescuing the poor to this day, providing to this day, healing to this day. And I believe that. You know, you said something so powerful. Um, can you really just, my, my entrepreneurship came from, I had a, a grandmother, and I don't think I've ever shared this, but since, you know, hey, why not? Let's be transparent. My grandmother owned a cafe right? Mm -hmm. So her mother and um, my great grandmother and mother and grandmother owned a cafe. And, and I'm from the country. So we call it a jug joint, right? And so, you know, I best little hole in the wall out there. <laughs> and so growing up, seeing how they were able to leverage their skills, have a good time, you know, help the community, you know, where some of the African Americans could not go over, um, you know, we, we had to stay on Riverside side of town, right? We had to stay across the tracks and really showing how, you know, we would, you know, be in the back and I would be looking out, looking at all the people having a good time, people dressed up, having fun. And I always think about what level of a tenacity that took, right? Mm -hmm. And so I also have a sister that launched her company early in her young 20s. And I just saw her being fearless. And I remember her grinding. And so that just gave me such courage to go forth. Can you talk to that person that's looking for courage? And they have heard, they, they need that one word um, to kind of thrust them. Can you really speak to those people? Yes. Every day, every single day, we decide if we want to be victorious or victims. So in the morning, you have to decide, who am I going to be today? You have to declare victory, whatever it is. I mean, something as simple as today is going to be a great day. I don't care what curveball is thrown my way, today is going to be a great day. But actually believe it. That's how courage sets in. Courage enough to win. Courage enough to fight. Courage enough to dictate and decide how your day is going to be. Regardless of what's thrown your way, that is what courage is. And when you start winning these small battles, the bigger ones are easier to win. So something as simple as saying, today is going to be successful, today is going to be productive, today is going to be a good day. When you start seeing that, then you start seeing it manifest, those little small things. And then you have the courage to say, you know what, God, I want a bigger house. Or you know what, God, I want that new job. You know what, God, I want to be an entrepreneur. You know what, God, I want to go from six figures to seven figures. But the, it's, it's baby steps. Courage is not developed overnight. It's the baby steps. It's the small habits. It's the things that we say to ourselves. And I believe in affirmations. I believe in, I, I believe there's power in words. Your language. And I don't mean English. The things that we say to ourselves. I can do it. Instead of, I'm not good at that. Those are the things. The language we're using. You know, I believe that once we change our language, uh, we change our life there is um, certain seasons God wants you to hear him and certain seasons God wants you to activate what he told you, mm -hmm. right? And so there are some people that are sitting, you've been sitting too long. You've been talking about it. You've been talking about it. Done beats perfection any day of the week. It doesn't have to be perfect. Any that is a tool of the enemy that tries to tell you, you got to be perfect in this. Right. You know, I first I started my first company with a two hundred dollar laptop and a word from God. No, no, no experience. But God told me to do it. You if you would have told me in 30 days, my life would have been flipped upside down financially, spiritually, um, you know, economically, uh, really seeing the deliverance manifest. I, I would have did it like 10 years earlier. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. But when you when you hear that you cannot do it and you say you want better she said talk to talk to your mindset 
right? So can you really just kind of share with us um, about ICON, right? I know that you guys have um, Iconic Women. It's amazing. Um, now, normally y'all have some of y'all events during tax season. So, you know, I'll send oh, it. It is. it is. It's always during tax season. It is. Yeah. I'm like, sit. You know, I'm in tax season, you know, um, yes. but we always kind of, for the past couple of years, you know, but can you kind of share with um, with the audience, you know, what, what it is? How can they connect? So Icon Women's Organization is an organization of uh, 50 members, 50 women who give back to the community throughout the year. Our primary service is mentoring, mentoring women and children. Uh, we uh, partner with three different agencies, Star of Hope, YWCA and uh, Northwest Assistance Ministries. And we literally go there bi-weekly, each location bi-weekly. So we're out of 50 women. We have six women who may go over here, six women that may go over there, six women may, who go on this uh, location bi-weekly. We mentor them. We have a curriculum. It's called the Grace Project. It's a 16-week, well, not 16-week. It's a 16-course curriculum. We do eight courses in the fall, eight courses in the spring. And we just teach them real life skills, budgeting, you know, effective communication, dealing with conflict, conflict resolution, um, dating, healthy relationships, whether it be with your mom, your sister, or girlfriend. So we have a, you know, a, an array of topics that we deal with because we're trying to provide life skills and real resources that's going to allow you to be effective in the community. And then uh, we also have scholarship fund. We have given away almost $125,000 in scholarships. This month, well, actually last month in May, we turned 10 years old. We celebrated 10 years of service. We're super excited about that. Even though COVID did kind of rain on our parade a little bit, we have all year to celebrate. And we're just so amazed at being able to serve for 10 years and the growth that has taken place, the connections in the community. Um, working with a nonprofit is just like working in a business, believe it or not. It is. It's competitive out here. Everybody has a cause. And um, at the end of the day, all nonprofits are fighting for the same donation. You know? And if you want to donate towards our cause to educate and elevate women, I mean, we're really aggressively working in the community. And one thing I can say about ICON, because we do not have a staff, because we do not have an office building, 95%, 90 to 95% of your money goes straight to the cause. We do have a few admin fees like mailbox, PO box, stamps, and things of that nature. But the majority of the money that you donate to us, unlike some larger nonprofits, and I'm not knocking them, 66% go in, you know, buildings and salaries. Where if you donate to ICON, you know that your 90 cents on your dollar is really going towards the cause. And you can donate at www.iconcares.org. We have the honor of last week of blessing a young lady who became blind after delivering her, like six months after delivering her, her son, became blind, haven't seen her son since he was six months, he's two years old now. We blessed her last Tuesday with a donation and a scholarship to go to the school for the blind. So it's like, we're always working, we're always serving. Even in the midst of this madness, you know, it's limiting the way that we can serve, but we're still working and we still, you know, embrace the stories and trying to make, trying to be a change agent in the community. So if you know anybody who needs to be blessed, Anyone who has a story, who just needs some, just a little push, who just needs someone in uh, our organization to fill in the gap, feel free to email us at info at iconcares.org. 
We are here to serve. That is what we're here for. Not just have money sitting in the bank account. No, to utilize those resources and bless other people. Wow. And can you give that website? It was iconcares.com? Dot org. Iconcares.org. And we accept any kind of donations, $5, $10, $500, whatever your heart desires. But I tell you this, we did a, um, we did a, a donation drive in April. And all we asked for was $25. Our goal, $25, that's it. And um, our goal was to have 200 people give $25 and to raise $5,000. God blessed exceedingly and abundantly. We ended up raising $12,000 from $25 donations. So it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. So when you just think, oh, I don't have enough, you don't have to be a person who has $10,000. It's not about equal gifts. It's about equal sacrifice. That's what it's about. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so Miss Ross, I want to kind of shift it, and I want the audience to know you are a strategist. How can um, what services do you offer? How can they stay connected with you? How can um, they build relationship with you? So to build a relationship with me, you can always call me. Uh, I'm old school. I like talking on the phone. I am, you know, text is good, but real communication is just it's nothing like it to me. So feel free to call me at seven one three. 385-8085. Call me, text me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Nikita Ross. My website is NikitaRoss.com. N-A-K-E-I-T-H-A-R-O-S-S.com. And I offer different services. My main service is uh, coaching and group sessions. I know everyone doesn't have the resource to, uh, resources to do uh, uh, private individual coaching, but I do group sessions. Uh, empowerment classes, mastermind sessions, just to help people grow. A lot of times we're lacking that accountability partner. We need somebody who's going to speak life into the situation, who's going to ride with us. And a lot of times we get upset with our friends and family because they don't encourage us the way we want to be encouraged. Don't get mad at them. They're fighting their own fight. But by having an accountability partner or being in a, a community with other like-minded people, you will get that accountability and that push that you need. So when you talk about accountability and the push that you need, um, that's uh, that. Look, I love it. She said, "I'm old school. I like to talk on the phone. I do a lot of uh, virtual classes and a lot of conversations as well." Um, and I think that's so important in this, especially in this season. Um, and mm -hmm. as far as your hair studio, you guys, if you have not been to that hair studio, where you, what, what's wrong with you? Right. Um, it's so exciting. I love um, the concept. Uh, you have a beautiful Instagram. Um, you know, the studio is amazing. Everyone in there, my experience, my personal experience, y'all, was amazing. Um, can you, you. Share, share with us um, the vibe? Because y'all got a different vibe in there. You know, <laughs> I love so it. So we, um, you know, that studio, that's a faith walk within itself. I will share a story with you real quick just to tell you how God just can shift some things. How God's plan is not your plan. So we have currently been in business 17 years, going on 18 years now, right? Family-owned business initially started out with me and my mom, and my sister was uh, an assistant. But me and my mom owned the business, and my mom and I owned the business together, been in business 10 years. And... We were approaching the 10 year mark and our lease was up and I was tired of working with my mom and my sister. Honest story, sick and tired of it. 
I was like, Lord, when this lease is up, I'm going to give me a little private suite. And I just want to work somewhere else. Because my poor mom, being honest with you, she's torn between two daughters. My 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 sister isn't the uh she's not an owner. It's my mom and myself, and she's acting like the owner. And my mom is just caught in the middle. You know, she can't make a decision because she don't want to choose between the two daughters because the professional and the personal life overlap. Left. Look at the guy we served. My sister got her degree and decided that she had a degree. She finally decided I'm gonna leave the salon and go to the classroom. So that's problem number one eradicated, right? That's problem number one. Then my landlord comes to me and he said, your neighbor is about to leave. Your neighbor has 20,000 square feet. You don't need 20,000 square feet. You've been here 10 years. You just need to double your spot. You need to increase your area. You need to double it. I'm like, oh, that would be a good idea. And it was so funny. I had did a vision board two weeks prior and I said, I wanted a new salon. Come on. Two weeks prior, I said, I wanted a new salon. I didn't know the new salon would be the same one that I was in. I didn't know that. And I'm laughing because I'm saying to myself, God, I don't want to stay here. I want a smaller space. I want to be on a little suite. I don't want to stay here. God, like, no, you're, you're going to stay here. This December. Lo and behold, things just started rolling. So remember, I wasn't, I was ready to downsize. So I didn't have the resources to expand. I came home and I told my grandmother, you know what, grandmother, we're going to expand. My grandmother said, why y'all expanding? Listen to this and listen to me clear. She said, now mind you, she's a fearless female, but sense and sensibility creeped in. She said, why y'all expanding? Y'all got six stations. You never feel the six stations. So why do you need more? Mm. I said, times are changing. Things are changing. We need some private suites. That's the new way of the world. We got to adjust and adapt to the change. All I got to say is this. She was right about what she saw. We never had a full spot. I can tell you this. Social media was my friend. We posted the entire makeover, the entire expansion. We changed the colors, changed the logo, brand new business. Show sheetrock, show plumbing, show electricity. Before the entire salon was done, we were at full capacity. Do you hear me? Wow. Before the salon was done, we had a waiting list of workers. And so I'm just telling you, you can't tell me my God's plans. They're always bigger than yours. They're always bigger than yours. Because my main issue, remember, I didn't want to close business because business wasn't doing well. It was my family ties that were driving me crazy. So God gave my sister a job. <laughs> you, you know, know. I'm, thinking, I'm I'm being perfectly honest. And now me and my mom and I, we're not arguing because she's not divided between the two of us. And then not only that, now my mom's in a season of her life where, you know what? I've been a salon owner. All these years, you know, Nikita, I'll be a solid partner. You make all the decisions now. Wow. Look at God. The, it wasn't about money for me. Listen to what I'm telling you. It was about these internal dealings that was driving me crazy. And God eradicated all of that. He, he, he come all those storms in my life. But not only that, he provided. Because I want to get back to the financial piece. Remember, I did have this goal. My client loaned me $40,000 for this expansion. All on my mouth. No documents, no attorneys, no accountants. All on my mouth. And I paid her back in two years with interest. My God. Two years with interest. Gave it, paid it right back to her. Come on. $100,000 expansion. I didn't have a dime, y'all. I only had like $10,000 in my savings. So I wasn't even ready for um, a $100,000 build out. We lacked nothing. Jesus. We lacked nothing. So I just want to share that story with you guys before I get off because even to this day when I tell that story, that story blows my mind. 
It blows my mind to this day. So yeah. I'm going to leave you with this. God provides. All we have to do is walk by faith, not by sight. Some things that we see don't make any sense. But God is still in the, the deliverance business. He would deliver you from whatever storm you're facing, whatever trial you're going through. God is still a way maker. Mm. Okay, now I get excited on, on uh, you know, and I'm a church girl. But mm -hmm. your testimony, that, that, that part right there, that just made me want to run. For real. <laughs> you know, thank you for sharing that powerful 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 um guys use what you have you. if you don't have if you don't hear, hear anything else you got to use what you have in this season do it without fear right um if you're fearing being rejected remember rejection is god's redirection mm, yes it is if you're being rejected it is god's redirection god is redirecting you to where you need to be where you should be where he wants you to be mm -hmm. right you heard the woman of god her testimony you heard her strategies she shared how she started her company right she shared the the passion part of of her uh empire right um how she's impacting her community um and i thank you because i believe that that's another way we can protest right? We're empowering our community. That's mm -hmm. another way where we can make change. We become change agents, right? Um, we become the good guys, as they say. Um, so thank mm -hmm. you for that. Can you share um, your website? I, I've also put in the comments, if you'll look in the comments, I've shared every, every link. I've shared um, how you can connect with her on social media, on Instagram. I think she is the famous, you know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, for the business, uh, I, I, did I give you my personal website, right? Oh, can you go ahead and do that? Yes, ma'am. Yes. NikithaRoth.com. N-A-K-E-I-T-H-A Ross, R-O-S-S.com. And then for 360, and you can also follow me on Instagram at NikithaRoth and Facebook at NikithaRoth. For 360 uh, Degrees Hair Studio, my salon, 360 underscore hair studio on Instagram. 360 underscore hair studio on Instagram. Online, 360degreeshairstudio.com. 360degreeshairstudio.com. Um, and Icon, iconcares.com. Instagram, at iconwomen. So those are all the pages. Oh, the Fearless Female. Yes. The Fearless Female Forum, F-O-R-U-M dot org. And also, um, I'm sorry. That's what Instagram is. On Instagram, it's at the Fearless Female Forum. On um, website online is thefearlessfemale.org. Thefearlessfemale.org on um, online for the website. So please get reach out to me. Let's stay connected. Thank you so much, Lashonda, for this opportunity. What a great way for me to start my day. I'm energized and I'm ready to come. Woo woo! Yes, we're so excited. Um, can you share in closing what's next? What do you have coming up? How I know that we posted. I believe we posted the mastermind in there. We posted your link in in um, the. What's coming up next for me is um, I was supposed to have a retreat next week in the woodlands, June twelfth through the fourteenth, but because of COVID nineteen, had to postpone it to September eleventh through the thirteenth. So you still have opportunity um, to register. Registration, um, it, it is an $899 experience, but I tell you, it's worth every single dime. 
All you have to do to register is um, put down $250 and you can do installments. This $899 includes two nights stay in the woodlands. It includes your meals. It includes a party. It includes six uh, sessions. We're focusing on faith, focus, uh, finances, fulfillment, family, and the fundamentals. So those are the things that we'll cover uh, at the Fearless Female Retreat. And so what we're going to do next week, please follow me on Instagram, June 8th through the 13th, I'm going to do a virtual retreat week. Because even though I can do it next week in a person, I'm going to do a virtual retreat week each day, highlighting a speaker each day, give you a little snippet of what the retreat is like. So join me, follow me on Instagram. We'll be going live every day next week, Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and Saturday at 2 p.m. Amazing speakers, amazing topics. So please join me. That is what I have brewing right now. Guys, you've heard it. You've heard it first. My goodness, what a powerful way to start your day off. Um, thank you so much, Miss Nikita. You know what? Um, thank you for sharing your insight, your wisdom, your knowledge, your experiences, and your testimony. Extremely powerful. Guys, if this has really blessed you today, I, I ask that you go ahead and share this with your friends, your followers, and your haters, because you know they need a blessing too. Um, yeah, we're so excited. Um, you know, this is, is a journey. And as long as you don't stop and you keep going through the process, I know that you'll get to your promise. I decree and declare that you'll never want another day in your life, that you're blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Mm -hmm. I know that God is with you. So if nothing else, stay connected. Make sure you stay connected with this powerful CEO. My name is LaShonda Geary. You can find out more information about me and what we have going on with Dreamville Success at dreambillsuccess.com or you can go to LaShondaGary.com. Until next time, we uh, salute you and we're praying for you. Guys, be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.